0: Is Inspired, a production of Interfaith Voices. I'm your host, Ambrine Khan. This week, we're talking about the war in Ukraine, its impact on the national identity, and the way religious politics are unfolding. The Orthodox churches are not the only houses of worship. Over the last 20 years, a growing number of Protestant missions have traveled to Ukraine to evangelize and plant churches. 20 years ago, on a short-term mission trip, during his senior year at Cavalry Chapel Bible College in Indiana, Benjamin Morrison felt a calling. After graduation, he relocated and has been working as a pastor and church planter in Ukraine ever since. On Monday, February 28th, I spoke with him by Zoom from his church in a small town in central Ukraine. For Morrison, his calling is to help his community and raise awareness about what is really happening on the ground in the place he calls home.
1: I was a young single guy fresh out of Bible college. My wife is Ukrainian. We met, got married here. Our kids were born here. This is home.
0: For the last 20 years, he's witnessed the country evolve. And with greater religious freedom no longer under communist rule, Morrison set out to evangelize and invite Ukrainians to his faith.
1: Starting um, back then in the 90s, particularly, you know, really exploding in what we would call a time of revival, you know, has grown. The stats are that the evangelical church, I I want to walk that term back immediately because unfortunately it's been politicized in the United States. Uh, So let me say the Protestant church has grown every year within Ukraine. At the same time that the overall population is sort of slowly uh, waning. I was originally for the first three years after moving here in, uh, in another city, Dnipro, which is a city further to the east, one of the cities that's been getting bombed quite significantly.
0: During our interview, he receives multiple calls.
1: I'm getting a very important phone call. Could I pause you of for course, just half a minute? Of course. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Amberine, you still there?
0: Yes, I'm still here.
1: I, I apologize. That was a good friend of mine, a colleague, a pastor in Kiev, um, who actually is. They're under heavy bombardment right now, um, and they're you know also trying to discern: is, is this the time when 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 it's right for them to stay or to leave? Mm. Um, you know, these these are very real questions that a lot of my good friends, um, ministers, brothers uh, here in this country are, are dealing with.
0: Morrison lives in a small rural town. It's a river port and an industrial center with a hydroelectric station. In
1: 2005, we moved to, to Lovetsk, um to plant uh, a church, um, to minister to the people here. We're in a small town. Uh, it's only about 45,000 people. It's just on the west bank of the Dnieper River. We have not had any direct bombings on our city yet. We have had air raid warnings go off, at which point we all need to head to the bomb shelter. We also have a church building where we are meeting, ministering to people um, that has a basement level that sort of can also serve as, as a bomb shelter.
0: The cavalry church Morrison leads is receiving those seeking refuge, internally displaced Ukrainians fleeing from the east. His wife and their two teenage children are working to support those arriving daily.
1: We've had you know thousands of refugees coming in through our city now. So my kids are actually, um, they're my heroes as well as my wife. They are serving, they're doing what they can to help the refugees um, that are coming in, getting things ready, organizing. Honest truth, I, I could not be doing this if it were not for them and for their, their readiness to dig in and to do whatever needs done.
0: Morrison finds strength in his faith and feels a calling.
1: We believe that that God has put us in this place at this particular time in order to to serve these many, many people who need help. There's lots of people uh, reaching out to me saying, you know, how can we help? Uh, We have some partner churches in the U.S. that are sort of helping to organize.
0: At the time of our conversation, concerns about access to food was not on his mind. But medical supplies are a source of concern. He's working with a network of friends and faith leaders to find conflict-free routes. No small feat, as the Russian military is encircling major cities.
1: Different medical supplies are starting to get short already. Many people wounded dealing with that as well. So the need is greater than normal. People that are trying to seek ways to get supplies in without bringing them to any place of of danger. That is um, quite a quite a puzzle in some ways, quite a labyrinth of just, you know, relationships. Again, we've been so encouraged, so just uh, strengthened by the people reaching out to us, uh, saying, how can we help?
0: Morrison is also using the phone and internet while he has access to keep tabs on fellow pastors in cities currently under attack.
1: I'm trying to keep in contact with those who have chosen to remain, uh, to serve their people, their congregations, those who are hurting and in need. Another a friend uh, who's a pastor in the eastern city of Kharkiv, uh, which is which is really taking um, very heavy hits right now, um, including two civilian targets, um, you know, call. And, and but he's 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 there. Uh, he's remaining there. And rather than looking for ways to get out, he's actually looking for ways to get humanitarian aid. in. Um, so I'm just, you know, I'm humbled by these guys. You know, we, we draw courage from each other.
0: Another person who inspires Morrison is the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, who's become a global figure.
1: When the U.S. offered to evacuate uh, President Zelensky from Kiev, he said, I need ammunition on a ride. Um, So so I think that actually really, you know, uh, gives heart to those who are fighting for Ukraine. I think that really summarizes the the mentality of a lot of people here, that this is our home and, and, you know, we're going to defend it with all that we can
0: In contrast to President Zelensky, Morrison shares some concerns about former President Trump's comments about the invasions and President Putin.
1: I don't claim to know anybody's internal thoughts, but it's concerning. It's deeply concerning. The U.S. is a major superpower. What happens there uh, reverberates across the world. We here are very thankful uh, that certain things that President Trump said when he was president and and now that he is no longer, uh, that those are not in place. There was a period during his presidency, you know, kind of looking at dismantling NATO. Uh, I, I think now, you know, we've seen very clearly that NATO needs to be strengthened, not dismantled. I think, you know, uh, President Biden has been very clear about calling this what it is, you know, which is, you know, war and evil and an act of, act of aggression. Uh, and not just him, but really, you know, uh, most of the uh, international community, uh, you know, very clear stances.
0: Beyond the political leaders, Morrison appreciates the public rallies and protests. In Ukraine, those demonstrations across the globe mean a lot.
1: We're very grateful for all of those speaking out, you um, You know, those who are trying to do what they can, mass public meetings. We certainly are are encouraged to hear and to see these rallies, uh, you know, in support of Ukraine.
0: Morrison is quick to point out this aggression is not new. Since 2014, when Putin invaded and seized control of Crimea, Ukrainians have felt the war never ended. In the intervening years, a new national identity has emerged, and Ukrainians, even those who live in the East and have closer ties to Russia, are fighting back.
1: People are ready to, you know, defend, defend to the end. And we trust uh, that God is on the side of justice. Many people, uh, clergy, spiritual leaders of, of different stripes from different faiths and traditions step forward kind of together and say, you know, this This is, uh, you know, a question of of justice and human rights. Everybody, you know, within their faith traditions has maybe somewhat different understanding of those things. But I think it's fair to say that there's not a single uh, person here in Ukraine in his right mind uh, that thinks that what Putin is doing is somehow okay or good this is evil, this is a tragedy.
0: While he welcomes the prayers from across the world, he is asking people to take action.
1: We do more than just pray. Um, so, you know, whether that's seeking ways to send aid, you know, sheltering refugees, uh, you know, speaking out, um, uh, you know, in, in places to, to those who actually have the authority to make the necessary decisions to influence the overall political will, or whether it be uh, to, to cry out over the injustice in those countries that are unfortunately against us.
0: Morrison, though, was quick to point out the sacrifices and courage of Russians challenging President Putin by protesting in the streets.
1: It can mean, you know, jail time. It can mean, uh, you know, getting beaten by, by the, the, the uh, riot police there in Russia. They don't have that freedom. So it, it really is a bold stand. And we are so grateful for those who are making it I've actually received a good deal of, you know, support, encouragement from pastors, even within Russia, that are saying, you know, we're behind you, we're, we're praying for peace in Ukraine. We realize the cost for them to do more than that is high. Uh, it's, it's not as easy as just saying to somebody in a Western nation, you know, go out for a rally one afternoon traditions, at least within the broad scope of Christianity, will be familiar with the Lord's prayer. It says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. And that's, that's our prayer uh, you know, for Ukraine, that God's kingdom would, would show forth here, that his, his will would be done on our land. I'm Benjamin Morrison. I'm the planter and pastor of Calvary Chapel of Svitlevotsk in Ukraine.
0: This is Inspired, a production of Interfaith Voices. When we come back, we hear from a Ukrainian-American Catholic pastor on the response and ways people are coming together. Stay with us.